0: Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. So happy to have Season 10 kick off. And as we enter Season 10, want to start with a really interesting topic on competition and why we actually need competition. Sometimes I say when I'm talking to people or, you know, advertising this show that this is the only daily podcast that teaches you executive presence. And I, to me, I think it's a great selling point, but um, it would actually be good if there were other daily podcasts that talked about executive presence. And today, we're going to cover why, in general, that is true to have competition. So you may have heard the expression, iron sharpens iron, right? What does that mean? You need an edge to work against to find out how good you can be within reason. Okay, so if you're starting out, the example I always like to use is if you're starting out and you're learning to serve or return serve, you don't want to return serves from Roger Federer. Right. That's not competition. However, if you start off with someone who's, you know, around your talent, ability and your physical kind of coordination level, then you can start to um, push each other and make each other better. So you definitely want competition because that helps you understand how good you are, how good you can be based on what others are doing. However, it has to be within reason, right? Because otherwise you just get uh, too discouraged. So it can be a good thing as you develop more executive presence, as you develop more of a specialty in your area to test yourself against the best. Because then you can really see where those gaps are and you can improve on the way to becoming not necessarily the best. The way I like to describe it is to becoming your best. There's a difference between winning, right? When people think about competition, they always think about winning, beating the competition. The way I like to think about it when it comes to leadership is it's not so much about winning every time because we're all going to have wins and losses It's about becoming your best, figuring out what your best is through the competition, win, lose, or draw. And no matter which one of those states you end up in, being proud of yourself because you realize you're doing the work, you're putting in the practice, and you're pursuing things with a full heart and trying to develop and become the best you can. Now, some people are kind of anti-competition. They think, you know, oh, we should all just work together and competition's not a good thing. And cooperation and collaboration are definitely fantastic and they have their place. When you are competing, there's one type of game which you will never really truly enjoy. Do you know what that is? There's no satisfaction in winning a game you cannot lose. The satisfaction in winning comes from the fact that you could lose and someone else is competing just as hard against you, but you, through your wits, through your athleticism, through your mental acuity, through your perseverance, you were able to come through and win. And that shows you what you're capable of. It propels you to do even more the next time. It gives you the confidence that you really need to first lead yourself and then secondly lead others. So as you go through the day today, sometimes competitive situations will come. And just take a second and pause and think about what are the advantages of this competition. Instead of being annoyed that someone's competing with you, instead of being scared or upset that you may not come out in the winner of the competition, think about the value of the competition and what it would mean if you actually had no competition, if you were a monopoly. And whatever you said, everyone just said, oh, great job, great job. And you could never really know how well you were doing because you had no competition. You're, you're the only game in town to me and i think to many of you that is not truly a desirable situation you want to be able to through the struggle you know rise to the top and show what you can do and be proud of yourself for getting through it regardless of the competition well thanks for listening to executive presence morsels this is joe kwan the connection counselor remember It's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsor. Okay, welcome. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say if you're a regular listener of Executive Presence Morsels, or even if you're just coming here for the first time, you're the type of person who wants to succeed. Right? Otherwise, why would you be listening to a podcast called Executive Presence Morsels? Why would you be spending five to 10 minutes of your valuable time that you could spend doing something else listening to this show? And before I go any further, want to thank you for listening to the show so in terms of success and what it takes to succeed there's a lot of unhealthy narratives out there in terms of what's required so there's kind of two battling narratives out there right now which is one you know in order to succeed you really have to sacrifice and you have to give up family give up sort of um, timing of certain things, maybe give up certain relationships because all the truly successful people have sacrificed so much. And for you to hope to become a success like them, you're going to have to be able to do that too. So that's one narrative. And a competing narrative is, I call BS on that, or if that's what success looks like, I don't want that, right? It's not successful to have a lot of money or fame. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.